What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about fantasy football and the NFL at large for SportingNews.com. Been busy on the site this week, breaking down the potential destinations for Jimmy Garoppolo if the Patriots trade that quarterback and Looking at uh, Tony Romo as well, I think Garoppolo has a lot more intrigue for fantasy football, so I have that up right now. Potential landing spots for Adrian Peterson if the Vikings decide to part ways with him, and we'll break down the free agent running backs here uh, next week as we get into our free agent previews. But I will be addressing my recent column about the Redskins and their situation with Kirk Cousins, and that's what we're going to do. We've already looked at uh, some other teams, including their rivals in the NFC East, the Giants, and what could be ahead for their offseason. We know they've already been busy making moves. We know the Redskins have a big move at some point they need to make regarding Kirk Cousins. And I think the bottom line is Kirk Cousins is not going anywhere, but that may not be great for Cousins' value here. He's been kind of under used and unsung as a potential QB1 the past couple of seasons, but I, th- I think the streaky nature of that is definitely question mark. But you look up and his numbers are pretty prolific. He's got a lot of weapons in particular games, especially against lesser teams with uh, questionable pass defenses. We've seen Kirk Cousins kind of uh, go off in those situations. So he definitely has a lot of viability, and we know that we're watching this in with great interest. There couple downsides to Cousins, though. So you look at the franchise tag that comes up, and I don't see Washington doing that again because it's kind of a silly investment because it gets up to $24 million. While a long-term deal, they can kind of diffuse what's the cap hip up, up front, take care of them for the long term, give him more market value in terms of being a top-tier, second-tier QBs, if you will. So... I expect Cousins to get a long-term deal here. Maybe the tag will be a placeholder, but I could see this develop where quickly this turns into a five-year type deal for him that potentially on paper in terms of average salary makes him the highest paid quarterback in the league. It seems silly, but that's the way this goes. It's just the timing of the quarterbacks. It's the need. What else is out there right now? Other than making a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, there's no real solid move a team can make for a starting quarterback. You have Tony Romo out there, but we know there's the injury risk and the big salary that comes with that. So 
I, I don't think that's that viable. And you look at a draft, you like some of these guys at the top, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Kaiser, and Mitch Trubisky. They have a lot of good NFL attributes, but still none of them are surefire first round picks. And really, none of them are surefire franchise type quarterbacks. There's a lot to develop with all these three guys in a different capacity. So that's why Cousins can demand that much. Now we'll get into the tricky part with Cousins. Let's keep in mind that he's losing Sean McVay as his play caller, offense coordinator. McVay is now taking his talents to Los Angeles to help Jared Goff and the Rams and try to have that same influence on their passing game. But you look at Cousins in the limited time there a couple years ago when he had Jay Gruden as his play caller, kind of uh, the transition there from Robert Griffin III to Cousins being the guy in Washington. It wasn't very good numbers there. Granted, it's been a couple years and the personnel's changed a little bit. But Gruden is still more of a run-oriented play caller. He's not as quarterback-friendly as McVay has been the past couple years. So that's a concern off the bat. And another offshoot concern, and I wrote about this, is as they raise the contract value on Cousins and do everything they can to appease him, the Redskins do have a lot of money in cap room, but they want to be very careful. They've been in a situation where they threw away a lot of dead money and had to kind of climb out of that slowly. They got up to that point. So I don't think they're going to be all that competitive when it comes to signing his two veteran wide receivers, Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson. And that's a bit concerning here because... You look at Garcon, he's just a solid guy. He runs routes all over the field. He's reliable, catches balls on third down. He's going to be effective whenever you need him. And he's kind of defied his age because he's not a guy that purely relies on speed. He was at some point a home run hitter in his time with the Colts. But as he slowed down, he's found a different niche, kind of a Anquan Bolden light in terms of being able to catch everything, be reliable, make the tough plays, and not always spectacular, but Garcon is just solid, and a lot of teams could use that as a number two type receiver, and I think Garcon is going to have a good chance to go over nine, ten million dollars a season on his contract, however long it is. He's on the other side of 30, so that'll affect that, but still, I don't think the Redskins can be competitive. I think there's going to be enough suitors out there, including uh, probably the Ravens, who need that type of guy with uh, Steve Smith riding off into the sunset. So I I think there's going to be enough of a market where I don't think the Redskins can compete, and I don't think they necessarily want to put too much money there in Garcon, given his age. But that's the kind of the catch-22. The Garcon has a good chemistry with Cousins. He's kind of the glue guy of that receiving core that you can put him in any situation, and he can help Cousins. And related to that is uh, Deshaun Jackson. I think Jackson is a much less chance of coming back. I think part of it is the Redskins seem more of an all-nothing receiver, but he's been very good in that capacity. He's given Cousins that uh, dial-up to go deep. They have connected a lot of long passes. The chemistry, Garcon is pretty good, but I think Jackson, for a guy that goes deep and Cousins' big arm, it's pr- pretty solid as well for taking those shots. So, it, that's going to hurt. Jackson is going to have a lot of teams after him. I think the Buccaneers could be a big player, seeing him as that home run threat that they can put there to draw some uh, coverage attention away from Mike Evans. So I think Jackson is gone as well. 
because he's a little bit flashier of a player, he's a bigger name, has a bit of a history, even though he's not as solid and consistent as Garcon, I think he can demand more on the other side of $10 million than Garcon can. So this is the situation you're looking at. I think the Redskins ideally would like to bring one of these guys back, but I, I think having to cater to Cousins is going to price them out of both these guys. And I, I think Garcon and Jackson, we're going to watch with great interest where they go, but in terms of how it affects Cousins, we're worried about that a little bit because you have Josh Doxson, rookie first-round pick from last year, really kind of wiped out a season with a foot injury, Achilles. It may be more complicated than that. They didn't sound all that confident in him being too healthy here, at least for the start of OTAs. That already brings a question mark because this guy relies on speed, home run ability, pretty good red zone, route runner, but if he's not cutting well and running as well as they'd like, this late after this injury, uh, it, it is a bit concerning. So you're going into the season potentially with Doxon and Jameson Crowder being your top receivers. And we know with Crowder, he was very good in his role as well. I think you look at the chemistry across the board, that was very key for Cousins. He had Garcon as Mr. Reliable. He had Jackson as a home run threat. And then he had Crowder kind of using his... Uh, mismatch ability inside as a short kind of darting receiver to be an ace in the slot come through in uh, key situations for Cousins as well but a lot of that is created by what Garcon and Jackson do on the outside so we're not sure how Crowder is going to respond to more regular role maybe you have to line up outside a little bit more I think they have to find maybe a guy out there that uh, they can spread the field with three receivers so they can keep Crowder in the middle and work where his strengths are. So it's it's a bit of a tough situation because you like Crowder and you like that he would be the returning guy that uh, Cousins would have the most chemistry with. But the concern is not having the other guys to set up Crowder. And if he's the guy, can he handle that? I don't know if he's the Steve Smith type where he can uh, battle those uh, tough coverage situations come through wherever he is on the field I'm not sure he's there yet as, as a younger receiver so I, I think nat the natural thing is to be attracted to Crowder as a bigger fantasy threat I mean he was looking at a wide receiver three consistently there around mid-season but it really fell off to more of a wide receiver four with uh, not much production down the stretch for them so there's definitely a concern there. So I think there'll be some natural feeling that uh, his value is going to go up. But I would not go that way unless we know that Doxson's healthy and that can uh, open up some things. So I would expect the Redskins to go after another receiver. I just don't think they can afford to uh, spend what it takes and on a guy like Garcon or Jackson. That might include Kenny Stills who's not the greatest, greatest receiver, but he did enough with Miami to say that he can uh, maybe get the same value of Jackson from some team in free agency. So that's going to be the challenge there for wide receiver. We have the coordinator change. I think another situation you look on this team is Vernon Davis is a free agent. And that's another way to kind of offset what you're losing there in Garcon and Jackson, very likely to lose. In fact, bringing Davis back cheap. He's 33, but coming off a very strong season. Played very well, especially with Jordan Reed having more injury issues. Davis came up with a lot of big plays. He was a consistent athletic receiver, kind of thrown back to his best days. It's 
San Francisco in that capacity. So I would expect they can bring back Davis. And I think that is more important with the prices of Garcon and Jackson not being friendly to them because they need that insurance for Jordan Reed. And I think you look at what McVeigh did, and this is a concept that we hope that Jay Gruden keeps as he returns to play calling, that having these two tight ends on the field at the same time, working with these receivers, that's what kind of put Cousins in the zone. You didn't know who his go-to guy was. He had various looks that he could throw at and having the two tight ends help because Davis and Reed together when they're on the field, very hard to cover as a combination. We know Reed is just a absolute mismatch. And Davis, for what he's lost in athleticism, and he, let's remember how much of a freak he was as a first-round pick for San Francisco. He's got plenty of that, but he's also got the savvy now. So playing off Reed, this could be the new bread and butter of what they do, and that could help Crowder as well. But I would say that's where the shift might be here to Davis and Reed if the Redskins choose not to go nuts on a receiver and kind of uh, bank on Doxon at least being somewhat healthy and productive and kind of really use Reed as their number one, have Davis and Crowder play off that, and then Doxon. I, I, I don't think you look at that scenario where Doxon is going to be an attractive fantasy pick. So I, th- I think he's a guy that I would downgrade the most, but definitely going the season, you look at if as it stands now with uh, Garcon and Jackson about to walk, that you're looking at Reed as the most appealing fantasy guy in the passing game. Crowder, a distant second. I think you look at Davis, they're third in the mix. And then Doxon, just too risky, but a guy that you're going to put on your radar just in case he can get going here because he's a first-round pick for a reason. You look at the rushing attack, I don't see too much changing there. I think it's the Big Rob, Robert Kelly show there. I think Matt Jones... I don't know where they're going to go with Matt Jones, but I just can't see him trying to work into a bigger role again. He's had plenty of chances to do that. The fumbling is there. Jay Gruden clearly doghoused him on this. The effectiveness wasn't there. Kelly is just a tougher runner, better finishing runner. Chris Thompson can do a lot of the things they need on third down, as he has consistently proved as kind of a sneaky guy in that offense. So, I think having Thompson is going to help Cousins, but it also is going to hurt Jones here, where I think Jones is completely off the radar. That tells you or asks you the question, how far should you value Kelly in your drafts? And I think if you look at some backfield situations across the league, I mean, Kelly is in a very good spot. And I mentioned Gruden being more run-oriented with his offense. The play calls are going to lean more that way. So I think he could put more on Kelly, especially as they've trusted him now as an undrafted free agent over one season, that Gruden will be more all-in to think he can grind away and uh, be kind of the backbone of this offense. And they'll need him more with Cousins not having maybe the same kind of uh, ability to stretch the field and all that. I think that's another way they can ease the pressure off Cousins as, as they're going to end up paying him a whole lot more going forward to be their franchise quarterback. So I think all this, the biggest beneficiary of what's developing here is Kelly. They will focus on him to be a big part of the offense. Defensively, I can't see the Redskins being an impact defense. Really struggled here. Didn't work well against the run. Now they might lose Chris Baker, their best defensive lineman. He, sure, he's older, but still, he was the guy that was kind of the guy hold, uh, 
things in place there. So I think the Redskins are just off the map as a fantasy defense. I know they went out and got Josh Norman, but the results weren't there all around. And I I think that's going to be a continued deficiency for this team. They're going to have to draft quite a bit to kind of put things together. But that's how I kind of look at the Redskins in this early part of the offseason with their free agent concerns and all that. So uh, Cousins, that situation is going to be interesting as it develops. But I think this offseason is going to be best of all for anybody in Washington for Kelly. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, We broke down the Redskins for you. We'll have some other teams and our free agent by position preview coming up here soon on Locked On Fantasy Football. Make sure you're checking out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Network, uh, whether it's uh, Locked On, your favorite NBA team, Locked On the NBA at Large, Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson, or our sister show, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. For now, this has been Locked On Fantasy Football. This has been your host, Vinny Iyer. We'll see you next time. What you doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.